Good morning, everyone. This is Ricky Warren, pastor of Roberts Grove, bringing you our morning devotion for Tuesday, May the 26th, 2020. I hope you're having a great day so far. Hopefully it's uh, begun in a wonderful and rewarding way for you. If not, I hope things are about to change for you. If you would like to follow along with me today as we uh, read our scriptures, I'll be giving you those scripture passages here in just a moment. Uh, We'll be looking at uh, Psalm, our Psalm reading for today will be to make some adjustments today. Psalm 99 and our Old Testament reading will be Numbers chapter 16 and our New Testament reading will be from 1 Peter chapter 4. Let's begin with our centering time and uh, we're going to be using uh, the um, centering devotions from the Divine Hours. I'm Phyllis Tickle. There are links to all of these on our uh, on our postings. If you can't find those links, just let me know and I'll try to help you. Let's begin by reading our call to prayer from Psalm 51. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The request for presence. Open my eyes that I may see the wonders of your law. And the greeting from uh, Psalm 86. I will thank you, O Lord my God, with all my heart and glorify your name forevermore. And the refrain repeated throughout this devotion today is from Psalm 1832. For who is God? But the Lord, who is the rock except our God? And so our reading from Matthew 7, 15 through 20. Jesus taught us saying, Beware of false prophets who come to you disguised as sheep, but underneath are ravenous wolves. You will be able to tell them by their fruits. Can people pick grapes from thorns? or figs from thistles. In the same way, a sound tree produces good fruit, but a rotten tree, bad fruit. A sound tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a rotten tree bear good fruit. Any tree that does not produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I repeat, you will be able to know them by their fruits. Certainly that is a good word for us as we consider um, those that we interact with and try to discern what God is doing. Uh, is God at work in a person's life? Um, maybe a better question though is, is God at work in our life? What kind of fruit are we producing? What kind of tree are we? Are we good? producing good fruit or not so good. Let's ask God to help us with that. 
our refrain for who is God but the Lord who is the rock except our God. The morning psalm from Psalm 119. You are righteous, O Lord, and upright in your judgments. You have issued your decrees with justice and imperfect faithfulness. My indignation has consumed me because my enemies forget your words. Your word has been tested to the utmost, and your service holds it, your servant holds it dear. I am small and of little account, yet I do not forget your commandments. Your, ju your justice is an everlasting justice, and your law is the truth. Trouble and distress have come upon me, yet your commandments are my delight. The righteousness of your decrees is everlasting. Grant me understanding that I may live. And our refrain again, for who is the Lord but the Lord God? And who is the rock except our God? Hear these prayers of the church. O Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, have mercy upon me. O Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, have mercy upon me. O Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, grant me your peace. Would you pray with me the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And the prayer which is appointed for us at this um, at the end of this devotion today. Grant, O Lord, that the course of this day may be peaceably governed by your providence and that your church may joyfully serve you in confidence and sincerity through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. And the concluding prayer of the church for this centering devotion. Lord God Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purposes through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen and amen. Being more centered now than before, we're more prepared to have God's word speak to our hearts and be fruitful. I encourage you to look with me as we read together God's word. Our Old Testament reading is from Numbers chapter 16, verses 41 through 50. Numbers 16, verses 41 through 50. And I read from the New Revised Standard Version. On the next day, however, the whole congregation of the Israelites rebelled against Moses and against Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. 
And when the congregation had assembled against them, Moses and Aaron turned toward the tent of meeting. The cloud had covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Get away from this congregation, so that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces, Moses and Aaron. Take your censer and put fire on it from the altar and lay incense on it and carry it quickly to the congregation and make atonement for them. For the wrath has gone out from the Lord. The plague has begun. So Aaron took it as took it as Moses had ordered and ran into the middle of the assembly where the plague had already begun among the people. He put on the incense and made atonement for the people. He stood between the, the dead and the living, and the plague was stopped. Those who died by the plague were 14,700, besides those who died in the affair of the Korah. When the plague was stopped, Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting. So, um, powerful words of an awesome scene where the wrath of God is shown to his people um, early in his relationship with them. Um, he gave them um, the commandments and, um, and the expectations and, and um, established a covenant with them and they did not um, keep their part of the covenant. God did not break his covenant with them, though. He sought to correct them. Um, I don't read too much into these things um, um, without deep consideration. When you begin hearing the word plague in the Bible, we shouldn't automatically associate every plague that we have with that, but it should get our attention. We should stop and we should think and we should at least consider um, that um, God can use these things to get our attention, and he should. And I hope that God has your attention. I hope he has my attention. I hope he has the attention of the world now. God wants good things for us. It's time for us to make some adjustments and receive them. First Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. First Peter 4, 7 through 11. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be serious and discipline yourselves for the sake of your prayers. Above all, maintain constant love for one another. For love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. Like good stewards of the manifold grace of God, serve one another with whatever gift each one of you has received. Whoever speaks must do so as one speaking the very words of God. Whoever serves must do so with the strength that God supplies, so that God may be glorified in all things through Jesus Christ. To him belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Another powerful word for us this morning as we begin to consider how is it that we should live in these days? How is it that the church should respond? How is it that the kingdom should be shaped and formed? Um, be very serious about your discipleship, about your service, and about your heart so that your prayers won't be hindered. And um, it gives a suggestion that 
probably the simplest thing we could do to make the most ground effectively is to just simply love one another. If we love one another, it's going to cover a multitude of our sins. Be hospitable. Don't be complaining. There's much to complain about, but um, our words um, may seem, as, seem harmless to us, but they can um, be very damaging to the soul and the spirit and the emotions of others. Um, be careful with the graces that God has given you. Use them in a way that is, uh, brings glory and honor to him and to his kingdom. Good word for us today and every day. Psalm 99, praise to God for his holiness. Let's praise the Lord with Psalm 99. The Lord is king. Let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. Mighty king, lover of justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Extol the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron are among his priests. Samuel was among those who called on his name. They cried to the Lord and he answered them. He spoke to them in the pillar of cloud and they kept his decrees and the statutes that he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Extol the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. He is holy, and he will hear us as he heard them, and he will answer us as he answered them. But he will also correct us because he loves us, as he corrected them. Be flexible and be correctable, I guess is the word for us today. Um, we aren't perfect and therefore corrections do have to come. Be mindful of those, um, those opportunities and don't let them pass you by. Now being centered with God's word, hopefully we are more prepared for fruitful prayers. Even our passages today pointed to the importance of being prepared spiritually for effective prayer. There is a prayer guide. I hope that you have that one or another one that is useful to you. If not, there are the links that I provide uh, have the prayer guide. And if you have trouble, let me know and I'll try to find you uh, access to that. Today being Tuesday, our practice of prayer is to pray with perseverance and persistence. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Pray with perseverance and persistence today and every day, but especially today. And the theme for Tuesday is spiritual renewal. 2 Chronicles seven fourteen says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. We need that spiritual renewal today. There are prompts for you to in that prayer guide to help you pray on that theme today. I hope you will 
use that in your personal prayer time now to um, to pray and let the Lord speak to your heart. There's also a personal prayer progression guiding you to pray for your personal needs, the things on your calendar, your to-do list, your concerns for your family and your loved ones, and prayer uh, progression for your church. What is God's will for your family and your personal need, but what is God's will for the church? And what is God's will for you in that church? It's God's will for you to be a part of of, um, of the body of Christ in the world today, which is the church. How is that to be? What is God's will for you in that? And pray for the concerns of the kingdom. What is God's will for the kingdom, for the world and creation? And what is his will and how are we to be a part of that? I hope this time has been meaningful to you today as it has been to me. Um, good morning to, to you all that have joined so far and to those that will be joining later. I hope it is, uh, has been a blessing to you. It certainly has been to me. Uh, and now with his help, go out and make it a great day.